Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode of Impact Theory is brought to you by none other than the incredible Skillshare. You guys know me. I am totally obsessed with learning. Learning is a thing that takes you from hopelessly average to being able to do something extraordinary with your life. And Skillshare is an online learning platform with over 18,000 classes in business, marketing, entrepreneurship, technology, and more. I'm telling you, you can take classes on pretty much anything. Productivity, time management, social media strategy, Google Analytics, the list goes on and on. So whether you guys are trying to deepen your professional skill set, start a side hustle, or just work on your self-development, Skillshare is going to help you crush it. I wish they had had this when I was coming up, because I'm telling you right now, you've got to become capable of the extraordinary, and the only way to do that is to take advantage of the human ability to adapt, learn, grow. It's brain plasticity, but it does not happen automatically. You've got to go in and learn something with intention. So go right now to Skillshare, join the millions, millions of students that are already there learning from those 18,000 plus courses. And they've got a special offer for Impact Theory listeners. You get two months of Skillshare for just 99 cents. That's insanity. Guys, I'm telling you right now, pick that thing that you want, set that goal, get after it, go to Skillshare. They're offering Impact Theory listeners those two months for just 99 cents. So go sign up right now at Skillshare.com slash impact. Again, go to Skillshare.com slash impact. Start your two months now and truly become legendary. Skillshare.com slash impact. Hey, everybody. Welcome to a very special edition of Relationship Theory. We are doing things a little bit different now, and this is going to be a podcast-only version. So my wife and I are sitting side-by-side here. Um... And she's smiling at me really nicely, which is pretty wonderful. Uh, and we're going to kick this bad boy off. I'm your co-host, Tom Bilyeu, and I'm here with my lovely wife. What's up? And yeah, I was actually really interested to see how our dynamic would be different, not being live. Yeah, just when you're doing it, you. like, the thing is, I think I actually would, like, when I envision this show at me loving it the most, yeah. it's in front of a live audience. Whoa. Because that gives such that gives a cool energy. gives me heart energy. palpitations. Totally understand. <laughs> but that, like, that's, that is an energy that I love. Mm. Um, but this will be really nice and fun and intimate. And I didn't want to get too, like, hey, everybody, welcome. Yeah. So, um, yeah, like, shift it down a little bit and... Uh, get super intimate. Yeah. That's... Yeah. The lighting helps. We're, we're in a, a much dimmer lighting situation mm. than normal. All right. Well, that's you have a very, questions for us. That's a very female thing, though. Dim lighting. Well, it depends on the activity. <laughs> so for a conversation, I don't mind it so much. Other activities, I like the floodlights. But uh, um, Floodlights, we have many of these in the house. That's why you wanted a set. 
You're a smart exactly. man, Mr. Bill. You disguise it lights, all. Lights, lights. Yeah. Um, all right. So welcome, people. And today we're talking about um, fighting and fighting with your partner. And is it too much or like, is it healthy? Because you always hear that. So let's dive right into the first question. Let's do it. All right. This question is from Daniel Breeze, our boy Daniel. Tom and Lisa have found ways to deal Tom and Lisa have found ways to deal with issues in their relationship over the years. But you've mentioned on a few occasions that Tom wrote himself a letter that would prevent them to waste the day arguing. I think it's really important for people to hear that there was a time when they did in fact have these kinds of arguments. What were the arguments about? How did they um, how did they approach them? Um, and how did their approach to those arguments differ from how they argue now? How long did that process take to evolve? Well, I think in the beginning it was, um, the arguments would be over really dumb stuff, but almost always over something that triggers insecurity. And that was the big breakthrough is realizing that, um, the other person isn't trying, at least, and this is what makes our relationship work. The other person isn't trying to trigger your insecurities. We we do not do that to each other. I, I'm so looking dead in your eye to make sure that you agree with me mm -hmm. on this. I'm nodding. We, we have never been abusive to each other in, even in like our most hateful arguments, it's nothing was ever wielded as a weapon. And I think that that's really important. So that letter that I'm talking about was me having that realization, okay, so you've said something, done something, whatever, that's upset me. And I have a legitimate reason to be upset and it's triggered some insecurity. And that's, the problem is both, now I'm feeling insecure and I am justified in being upset. And that's what allows it to spiral out of control is that sense of, I really am feeling the emotion, mm -hmm. so I'm not faking anything, I feel it. And then, as I think through it, I'm like, yeah, I have called to be upset. And you put those two together and it would just end up eating all of this time. And so realizing that, okay, this is an insecurity of mine, I can let it go. B, that it's, I'm never gonna look back at this and wish that I had kept this going and pushed back harder on you. And C, you didn't intend to upset me in the first place. Mm -hmm. So what is all of the arguing ultimately about? So that lasted in terms of like, how long do we do that? I would say that lasted for years because I can remember, actually, I don't remember where we were when I wrote it. Do you remember where we were when I wrote the letter? No. <clears throat> so, but it was, it was years into our marriage, yeah. which meant that we'd been together. So let's call it minimum five years that we argued, we, we were never cruel or hurtful. That's one mm -hmm. thing I will give us, but we argued like every other young dumb couple out and there. i think the truth is is that i don't want to hurt you i don't want to you know upset you so if i've seen that i've hurt or upset you um part of me wants to convince you that you shouldn't be feeling that way mm. because then it makes me feel better about myself saying well see he shouldn't have actually felt like right. felt like that and it's not, You're not nearly as bad at that though as i am that was something i really that was i was with. trying not to throw you under the bus there That's and so be like sweet. a little <laughs> Eric, but yeah, you were yeah oh, that, that was always my thing. Yeah. Was I I would feel so badly about upsetting you right. that I would want you to recognize that I hadn't done anything wrong in the first place. Right. Instead of just being like, hey, I totally messed up. Which is so funny because 
if you can just be like, I messed up, it re- it's so annoying in that moment, but it's so short-lived. Yeah. It's so true. Just that it's so true. Like, if you're just saying it out loud, you know what? If I've upset you, I'm sorry, or I've messed up. Like, it just really diffuses it. But I think in the moment, you let your emotions overtake you. And instinct, at least for me and for you, was convince the other person so that I don't feel badly about myself. And you realize, like, the results you get... A, a, terrible right we ended up arguing all day and wasting a beautiful day a Saturday especially when you work as much as we do and it was like we would just ruin the day that we had together but if you can set that aside and say what is my actual goal because we actually that's why we wrote you wrote the letter Mm. in the first place because it was like what's my goal my goal is to recognize that the conversation doesn't have to end up in disaster in a day of argument even, even like simpler than that my goal was to enjoy our time together right so it's like okay well if my my goal is to enjoy our time together and I only do that which moves me towards my goals, then what am I doing? Right. Yeah. Agreed. So you wrote the letter. Um, I read it to you all of once. And so if if people are actually just listening to the first time, let me give you a little bit of context. So um, Tom wrote a letter to himself that he sent to me and he said, the next time we get into an argument, read this out loud to me. And it was a very uncomfortable letter to read out loud, but I did. Because it was goofy. Because it was... Actually, is that's not why you were saying that? Not really Looking goofy. at your face, that's yeah, interesting. No, why was it uncomfortable? Because really, um, it's your thought to yourself, but I'm reading it to you. Hmm. Um, plus, also, it's like there's a difference when you make an agreement in your you know, emotionally sober moments. Right than when you're in the heart of the argument. So that's actually one thing that we try to do is come up with rules and ways of talking to each other, language, in our sober moments, so that when we get to the point where we can't see straight from our emotion and it's taken over, mm. you, we can just remind ourselves, oh, we said that we were going to do this. It's like going to bed um, angry. We've said it's okay to go to bed angry, but the one thing we don't do is ever go to bed without saying I love you. And yeah, can I say that going to bed angry is a great idea? I actively encourage it. I don't know if it's a great idea. It's, it's, just- <laughs> it's the It's one of the best ideas ever. Because all it does, it's just like you've been really um, fantastic about this. If you know you're in a place where you can't be um, emotionally sober, you can't just have like a normal conversation, you'll just be like, I need a minute and mm-hmm, walk away. Mm-hmm. And it, it's a reset. Like you can't feed the emotion unless you're sitting there like going back and forth, trying to convince the other person or debating and arguing and oh, like the, the emotions will naturally dissipate. And so, in fact, if you're if you're getting in an argument right now, pop an Ambien, take a nap, you will wake up everything. <laughs> oh, all of your problems will go away. Uh, I'm kidding, by the way. But that getting that break mm. is is exactly what you need to reset your neurochemistry. And that was and then, I mean, look, anybody that listens to me enough knows my obsession with this, like understanding at a biological level where the the realities of biology come into play and this is a neurochemistry thing and you can only pump chemicals for so long even outright terror eventually wears off um so oh, oh although that me. alarm is pretty important that i have to eat yeah <laughs> um so that is really critical for people to understand this is a game of switching up my neurochemistry Mm. that was the point of the letter to shake me out of it to give me an excuse quite frankly to just let it go um and and so now to finish answering his question um the second part is like how did we evolve and a lot of it is yes you're getting these tactics 
Um, and then a lot of it is gaining the security and the relationship, which has been really, really valuable of knowing that you're not trying to hurt me and all that. So I just find it so easy to let go, to not be um, traumatized, to not hold on to whatever hurt, to try to reconcile, like that my goal becomes reconciliation as fast as humanly possible. Right. And when both people have one singular agenda, reconcile. Then it's like, okay, well, it's not such a big deal to be the first person to put um, you know, your foot forward or whatever and really engage and, and be the first to... And then, no, I really want to read it out loud. Okay, so Lisa just tried to find that. So if you're wondering why there's a break in tonality, uh, we tried to find the letter. Unfortunately, we couldn't find it uh, in anything approaching a reasonable amount of time. But the opening line went something like this. Hey, me, it's me. Um, I have no agenda here. I'm not trying to convince you of anything other than you know never once have you ever looked back on this and thought, oh, I'm so glad that I spent my entire Saturday being pissed off. So right now, and this, now I'm vamping the whole letter, but this, it was, this is pretty close if I remember right. Um, right now, what I want you to do is laugh out loud. Well, it was know that she loves you. Yes. And that she doesn't mean to, she didn't mean to, upset, to upset you. you. Yeah. Um, yeah, because those moments, like they're so easy to say when you're in a happy mood, when you're sitting there and you're yeah, giggling and you're so holding weird. hands. So like anyone listening, give it a shot. Like literally sit with your partner, write a letter if this is something that you guys always find is a difficult situation that you get into arguments that you can't get out of. You know what they should do Ooh, even before that? What? They've got to write down like the four agreements. Like what do you agree? We agreed and really, really new to the core of our being. Mm -hmm. The other person loves me. Yeah. Okay, cool. So agreement number one, they love me. Number two, do they do things to be cruel intentionally right. ever? Yeah. No. Okay. Like those two, I know, if I know you love me and I know you're never intentionally cruel, then if I feel like you've been mean or cruel or hurtful, and I know that's not your nature, mm. then either I'm saying this is the first time ever, like all of a sudden she's a cruel bitch <laughs> or... I'm, it's just hit me wrong yeah. and she didn't mean for it to hit me wrong. And if she didn't mean for it to hit me wrong and she loves me, then, and I know that I'm not going to be happy about having wasted any time in this, yeah. then let's real fast. But what's interesting is thinking about it. Like I think, and I can't remember why, but like initially if I was to do this all over again, I think my first thought would have gone to you write me a letter. I write you a letter and we read it, you know but why it's that not wouldn't, as powerful. It wouldn't work. Yeah. And here's why it wouldn't work. Right. I was always convinced yeah. that you were trying to convince me to not be upset because you had an agenda. You didn't want to have to feel badly about yourself. Right, so right. you were trying to convince me not to be upset. So it's like, even though that may not have been the case mm -hmm. because there is potential motive on your side, it's, it's never going to work. Yeah. Like me, a sober version of myself yeah. speaking to myself. To yourself. You're like, I wrote ah, it. Like I, I can remember yeah. how I felt when I wrote this letter. I know what I'm trying to do. Yeah. And I do, I have the utmost trust for myself. It's like memento. <laughs> you talk to yourself in tattoos. So yeah, I mean, just really really effective but it has to be from you yeah and then the other thing that we did is we had those little chips that i bought yeah the i bought love these, chips. these tiny little um they're more like rocks that had like love carved in it and they were small and i would carry one with me um and i gave you one and to carry with you so yep. that if we were at a restaurant or something like that and we started like you could tell that this is danger zone and you're getting irritated and i'm given getting irritated i would pull out the the chip and basically kind of show it to you 
as they say, is like, because sometimes it's hard, right, to say, I'm sorry. Sometimes it's hard to look the other person in the eyes and say, like, my bad, I messed up. So how do you make that easier with the same sentiment? And these little tokens for me were a way of us reaching out to each other. And then I remember, like, once I got out at a restaurant and I think I, like, passed it across the table and you just smiled at me. And, like, immediately... You guys know I have a very strict diet that I stick to, except for very special occasions. And I do that so that I can bring my best every day to what I'm doing. And a big part of that strict diet is high quality animal protein and my go-to source of trustworthy meats and seafoods with no added hormones or antibiotics ever is ButcherBox. ButcherBox is a premium meat subscription service that delivers 100% grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, pork raised crate-free, and wild-caught seafood all directly to your door. I cannot recommend ButcherBox enough. When you eat ButcherBox, you are giving your body the best possible building blocks to work with so you can reach your full potential. You've got to take care of yourself at a cellular level if you want to hit your peak consistently. So ButcherBox is the key. Sign up at ButcherBox.com slash impact and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free-for-a-year offer plus an additional $20 off. And that means you can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash impact and use code impact to choose your free for a year offer. Plus get $20 off your first order. In today's highly unpredictable and rapidly changing world, the smartest move you can make from a financial standpoint is to actually understand how money works and how markets move. Because if you want to have any chance of investing your money wisely and growing your financial portfolio, you have to make a profit. And the only way that you're going to do that is either by setting and forgetting or actually understanding what's going on at a macro level. So whether you're a seasoned investor or someone looking for extra guidance, today's sponsor, Yahoo Finance, has got you covered with all the tools, data, and news that you need in one place to grow your knowledge base around what is happening in the world of finance and to make sure that you have the right goals and you're executing well. Yahoo Finance makes it easy to consolidate your accounts so you can effectively and efficiently manage your entire portfolio. Personally, I love how straightforward their platform is to use. It is very simple to get the information that I need. And Impact Theory's own chief financial officer is exactly the same, spending time helping me frame exactly what is going on from a global perspective so that I'm making the smartest decisions that I can. I definitely recommend that you check out Yahoo Finance for comprehensive financial news and analysis. Visit the incredible brand that so many great investors use at yahoofinance.com. It's the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Once again, guys, head there now, yahoofinance.com. In today's highly unpredictable and rapidly changing world, the smartest move you can make from a financial standpoint is to actually understand how money works and how markets move. Because if you want to have any chance of investing your money wisely and growing your financial portfolio, you have to make a profit. And the only way that you're going to do that is either by setting and forgetting or actually understanding what's going on at a macro level. 
So whether you're a seasoned investor or someone looking for extra guidance, today's sponsor, Yahoo Finance, has got you covered with all the tools, data, and news that you need in one place to grow your knowledge base around what is happening in the world of finance and to make sure that you have the right goals and you're executing well. Yahoo Finance makes it easy to consolidate your accounts so you can effectively and efficiently manage your entire portfolio. Personally, I love how straightforward their platform is to use. It is very simple to get the information that I need. And Impact Theory's own chief financial officer is exactly the same, spending time helping me frame exactly what is going on from a global perspective so that I'm making the smartest decisions that I can. I definitely recommend that you check out Yahoo Finance for comprehensive financial news and analysis. Visit the incredible brand that so many great investors use at yahoofinance.com. It's the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Once again, guys, head there now, yahoofinance.com. I didn't have to say anything. You didn't have to say anything. But it was definitely a way of signaling each other that well, like we'd also snapping agreed. each other out of it. We'd agreed. If the other person ever presents you with this, mm-hmm. you have to immediately stop being angry. Or at least fake a smile. Right. And that You have then, to do things yeah. to get out of that neurochemical exactly. state. And this is like, as I talk through these things... It's really like it's the underlying agreements that we have that like um, here's another one. So the love token. So, yep, you have to immediately shake it off. The other one was if one of us is just in a funk, in a bad mood, whatever, and the other person's trying to be jolly, as you would say, and you just kind of fuck it up for them. Right. Like they come in, they're in such a good mood and you're just not in a good mood. Something bad happened to work, whatever. You're just in a bad mood Mm. and you like bring the whole vibe down Mm -hmm. that then like if you've managed to like bring the vibe down and now you're both like in a gnarly place that the other person can reset and be forgiven and so we would do this thing where we would like walk out of the room and then if we were the one that was in the pissy mood and then we would come back and we'd be like baby yeah and the other person would and you're, you're putting your arms up in the yeah. air and, but you would do it in a bad mood and you're like just i would say to myself just yell out baby put your hands yep. like literally i would 100%. go through my head Fake a smile, put your hands in the air and make your voice go high. And because it's like, Purely I'm, not, I'm not feeling it at 100%. all. But the second you do it and you're like, baby, like you open up your body. You, it's the spirit because you have to like project your voice. Like everything's fake. But the second you do it and then the other person reciprocates, we almost like just start laughing it, it and smiling. It changes your neurochemistry. It really does. Yeah. It, oh man. This is one of those things. Like if people really just understood that there is a mechanistic yeah. way to go about this stuff then they could really make these changes. Like it, it isn't, like you said, it's not about actually feeling it. It's yeah. about doing the motions, going through it, and then that makes you feel it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it works wonders. But we kind of got to that point where we had to like make, like you said, make those agreements that these are the things that we have to implement. And we would try things and they would fail, but we realized that these few things really did. And look, we're not perfect at it. Sometimes there were moments where I was legitimately like really upset and you do the baby thing and I would just like, I can't fake it. And that's when it would be like, you would look at me disappointed and I'd be like, oh shit, I've disappointed him, but okay, why can't I put my hands in the air? What is stopping me from doing it? And then it would start a conversation. But but I knew that it felt like your guard was down, you know, versus like, so I can actually come and talk to you about why I'm feeling the way I am because like the anger wasn't there. So that also helped. 
Hey, Impactivists, today's show is brought to you by our amazing friends at ButcherBox. ButcherBox delivers really healthy, 100% grass-fed and grass-finished beef, free-range organic chicken, and heritage breed pork directly to your door on a monthly basis. And it's hard to find high-quality meat you can trust. ButcherBox is changing that, though, and they offer free shipping anywhere in the 48 states. All right, guys, we have a new offer for you. New, new offer, offer from now ding, until ding, ding. July 8th. New subscribers will receive free bacon for life plus $20 off by going to butcherbox.com, clicking the banner, and using the discount code IMPACT. That is I M P A C T. Wait, wait, but that's not all. There's more. <laughs> there is. Also, you can use the code TOMLISA175 to receive $175 off a monthly ButcherBox for six months. This will allow you to choose a custom box with $25 of add-ons for free. For free. What? Just make sure you click the... Bacon for Life banner before entering that code. Now get your free bacon, bacon guys. For bacon for Life, that's it. You know that we are huge fans of these guys. They have been a huge game changer for us. ButcherBox gets our stamp of approval. We think you're gonna love it. It's pure insanity, it's delicious. You can customize your own stuff. Go and it's try free it bacon. for life. There's no <laughs> commitment and you can cancel easily at any time. So my friends, enjoy and, and be, be legendary. legendary. What is up, Impactivist? I want to talk to you guys about Blinkist. Blinkist is the only app that takes thousands of best-selling nonfiction books and distills them down to their most important and impactful elements. And you guys know me. I am a total freak for reading. Reading is the thing that allowed me to go from totally lost in my life to actually being able to execute against my dreams and have the kind of success that I want, pull myself out of the matrix, build a billion-dollar brand, all of that stuff. It came down to learning. Reading has been my absolute secret weapon. And if you want to be able to get the gist of a book in under 15 minutes, all on your phone, Blinkist is the answer. Now you guys know my fetish. Ideas in equal ideas out. That is something that I absolutely live by. And Blinkist is a way for you to get ideas from these books really, really fast. And then if you want to go deeper, you absolutely can. But at least you're going to be able to get the high-level concepts very, very fast. So they've got an awesome offer for all of you guys out there in the Impact Theory community. You need to go right now to get this free, completely free offer. It's seven days to try them out free. Go to Blinkist.com slash impact right now for the special offer. That's Blinkist spelled B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T dot com forward slash impact and get the seven day free trial. Try this out, guys. I am way amped up about this. I think you're going to be able to increase your learning massively. And they've got all kinds of books, including Mindset by Carol Dweck, My Obsession Principles by Ray Dalio. You guys know how much I feel about that. So go right now, go to Blinkist.com forward slash impact. That's I-M-P-A-C-T. Blinkist.com forward slash impact. Get your seven-day free trial. All right, guys, enjoy learning and be legendary. Yeah, I mean, we've just created these tactics over time to really see what has worked for us and what hasn't. Mm. So, um, And then, in fact, just going, like, finishing off this question, the one thing is how do we deal with things now? Um, these tactics we haven't really used, like, at all in the last few years just because we don't need to, but we obviously still get into our arguments or, or disagree more disagreements now, to be honest, than it is arguments. And I feel like, at least for me, the way I now handle it is because I feel like I've really worked on myself and my emotions and how I react to my emotions, 
um, when I start feeling upset or you've hurt me or, you know, I feel hurt, I should say, um, I will take time to think about it before I ever even talk to you about it because I need to assess how much of it is the emotion that I'm just going through now for whatever reason, right? A woman's period cycle is very real. Um, read the female brain. Like your body changes, your brain, you know, adapts and changes as you mm. grow. And so like, I always try to stop and think about what is my atmosphere right now? Is there something else in my life that is affecting the way I'm feeling about the way I'm reacting towards you, what you're saying? And I will like kind of do a whole analysis on my own first. And then I will come to you and say, hey, I really need to talk to you and try and approach it like that. Because the one thing I know is never leave something unsaid right? Because I know that things will fester within me. And I know that eventually something's going to come to a head and I'm going to, you know, I'll just like get emotional and you'll be like, where the hell did this come from? So I know that about myself. So I think I didn't before, right? I've done the work. And then I've realized, okay, I know that I'm like this. So how do I counteract that? And for me, it is taking time to really analyze, really go through my thoughts and my feelings, analyze what is just an emotional moment and what is real. Um, and really real that I feel like, you know, we need to address. And then we'll sit down and we'll talk. And one of the things as well that you do is you're not defensive anymore. Like you you don't then try to persuade me that I'm wrong. You'll look at it with a very unbiased view and go, okay, well, listen to what she's saying. How do I feel about it? And then you'll come back to me with a very unemotional um response and unemotional not like un like like your heart isn't in it but just that it's not the your emotions aren't taking over the conversation yeah i think of that as downshifting oh like that but yeah uh, so that's how we now deal with our disagreements and our arguments will downshift as you say um and then really talk about it and the other thing when you were going through that i was thinking one thing that i always run in my head because when you're in an argument you you're arguing precisely because you think you're right. Ah, oh, God, the, sadly, that isn't true, especially not in the beginning. Sometimes you're arguing just because you don't want to be wrong or you want to win. But now I will say, and this is definitely a part of why we don't argue and we very much, and we certainly don't argue for prolonged periods of time, is I'm not trying to win. Mm. And what I'm saying in my head is, even though I feel so right, even though my, like I have my stance, my position, because it's what I believe. Like I'm so like certain in that moment, like there's no lack of clarity. But I say in my head, what if I'm wrong? What if she is entirely right? What if 100% any objective viewer watching us argue right now would say, ooh, you misread her or you took that the wrong way or what you said actually was pretty rough. And just asking that question reminds me that that certainty is a perspective. Mm. It's not objective reality. Mm. And in recognizing, oh, I'm feeling this way because I have a really strong perspective. But now if I just take her perspective, all of a sudden it's like, whoa, I would see exactly how to diffuse the situation. I would see how to reach out emotionally. And that allows me to like downshift. Right. De-escalate, not be wound up. Yeah. Yeah. Great. <laughs> <laughs> that reaction was amazing. I just want to point out somebody had a phone and it was going off and my wife had the biggest scowl on her face during I know, all I that. I was distracted. Which I wouldn't just let go, but the way that you reacted just now was so hilarious. I, so I anybody so listening is like, what the fuck just happened? Like, why did I respond in yeah. a one yep. word? Yep. yep. I, was, I was so distracted by where's that noise coming from? Um, that was hilarious. Yeah. 
I mean, and yeah, the way we handle things now has definitely evolved over time. We don't let our emotions get in the way, but like it's such a, even now, like we've been together for, you know, 17 years, married for 15. And even now I'll misread something, a look that you give me, something you'll say. And the key is to then not jump to conclusions. I was just going to say, like it's, it's, even easier now to jump to conclusions. You have to be more careful now because oh, you know the other person so well that's that it's like you're you're having the argument almost in your own mind. Hmm. And so remaining open and fresh and taking them as they are and as they change and evolve, not easy, but super important. That's another thing going to changing. That's one thing that um, not I haven't really struggled with it, but I've been very vocal to you about like I'm so... Like, I love change. I love growing, working on myself, seeing my flaws and then like how I can improve. So growing and like feeling really, you know, good about the fact that I've made progress. But the problem is when you've been some- with someone for so long, you earn a reputation. Mm. And so the reputation that I once had was acting on my emotions. So the one time that I'm like, oh my God, I'm so proud of myself. I didn't act on my emotions. And you don't even either say anything, acknowledge it. Because for you, it's like, there's been 15 years of the other way that you almost right. don't notice it. 100%. And so the one thing that for me is I've recognized that I need the credit for at least trying. Only from you. I don't need to pat on back from anyone right. else. But I want you to see that I'm actually actively trying to improve on our relationship. And what do you do to make sure that you get that because it's brilliant? Yeah, I tell you. You just say, I need the, I need the credit. Yeah. That's so smart though. Like you don't hint... You don't bring it up a day later and say, I can't believe you didn't notice. You just say like, hey, this is something I'm really working on. I think that I've made progress. And I know that it takes a while to notice because I've got 15 years of momentum or whatever, like a being one way. And that getting me invested in your change and like being like, oh my God, like and celebrating it with you. And yes, something that it might take months for somebody to notice Mm -hmm. because they're caught up in their own lives and there's... Like you said, they have that reputation, um, which is called a heuristic, which is a fancy word for rule of thumb. It's like you just sort of chunk their behavior. You 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 know what they're like. You see that look. You know where they're headed. And you can telegraph like their behaviors and where they're going and all that. But they may not actually be going there anymore. So it can take a lot of time yeah. to really notice that somebody's changing a pattern. So the fact that you just point it out and you say, hey, it would be really meaningful if you encouraged me. And then when I don't see it, you're just like, hey, I thought I did really good there. And that's something that I've adopted because I think it's a brilliant strategy. Yeah. And initially, I think it just it felt petty, right? It's like, oh, you're looking for a pat on the back. So I wouldn't say anything. And that exact same thing happened. The next day, I'd be like, I can't believe he hasn't said anything, you know? And then it becomes like, well, why do I even bother? Right. And then it's like, well, hang on a minute. That doesn't actually get to what I want. If we've got a goal of eliminating our argument or at least getting on, you know, more on the same page and having a better relationship, am I, I'm throwing my hands up in the air? Like, that's ridiculous. Mm. So just be honest with him with no judgment, right? Like, don't judge me that I want a pat on the back. But if you too want me to improve you want me to get better then I need that encouragement and just owning that and then having you being very receptive to it is such an encouragement for them the next time and yeah so I've ended up just owning that that okay like I'm gonna work on myself but I do want you to recognize how much I'm trying Mm. and then vice versa love it I'm gonna ask you a question how much fighting do you think is too much Um, God, I don't know. I mean, like, if we were fighting every day, obviously that would be unacceptable. I couldn't live a life of that. Um, 
yeah, I mean, every day, but like, depends like are you talking like really heated arguments yeah or just I'm like bickering because that, that that's actually in fact oh that's I'll an even better what question got. what's worse bickering every day or mm. having large argue, like blown out arguments i think amplitude matters yeah. i don't i don't think it's okay to just be like oh we only fight once a year but i'm calling her you know every name under the sun and undermining her sense of self-worth that's a problem wow. that in fact that's far more detrimental than bickering every day right. but bickering every day to me sounds so horrid like i just i have no interest that isn't people that want their partner to win yeah and like if i could just one way for everybody listening to sum up what should be the core of your relationship you should want your partner to win yeah. you should want them to shine and yeah. be happy and want good things for them and just like fill your soul with that desire then you've got a shot. And there, oh, I forget the guy's name, but there's this um, clinical psychologist, therapist, maybe one of the two, maybe both. And he um, wrote this book about what he called the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Mm. And it was signs that a relationship were doomed. And he said the number one, if he said if he sees this in a relationship, he knows with 95% accuracy that the couple will end up divorced within two years or something. Hmm. And that's contempt. Yeah. So when you show contempt for mm -hmm. your partner, and so a lot of that bickering is that, it's that mm -hmm. nasty fucking mm -hmm. bitey. So even though it may never get that amplitude that I was talking about, it, it can be nasty. But I will say that regardless of amplitude, regardless of frequency, that having disdain for your partner, we all know I get in trouble for this. People do not like this about my personality. That just sounds like madness to me. I would never stay in a relationship where there was right. disdain. Like, A, I don't want to be disdained. And B, I don't want to be married or in a relationship with a friend of me. That just sounds crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think so many people, like, get into that situation. Um, and the thing is, it builds over time, though. And I, I wonder how many people, like, almost... I know that you don't just wake up like that, right? It does build over time, but I think people don't see it coming until they're Word. already in there. Word. So what would you do? I'll, I have the answer <laughs> for you right now, homie. It's called you cannot ever let dust settle in your relationship. Right. Not ever. But let's say you're already there. Let's say you've made a mistake. You spent the last 10 years. Um, you've let dust settle. Okay. And you haven't meant to. You're what? just getting a growth mindset now. You're trying. Yeah. What, Word. Now what? Love this. Now, the, the single most beautiful conversation that you can have in your relationship mm -hmm. is that one where for the first time, maybe in a long time or maybe ever, you completely lower your guard. Now, if you're willing to do that knowing, because here's how it's going to play out. You guys have built defenses against each other. It's mm -hmm. like a pearl mm -hmm. around a single grain of sand. And if you're going to be the first one that strips it back down to that grain of sand, the other person's going to stay a pearl and it's going to suck. And you're going to go through this period where you're going to have to take your licks, where you're totally vulnerable and you invite them to go on the attack. They go on the attack and they don't reciprocate vulnerability. Mm -hmm. The person that can make it through that, that knows going into it, that it's going to take the other person a minute to really get to where I'm at, to lower their defenses, to be vulnerable like I'm being. And but you've got to be willing to go through that because the odds of two people coming to the table yeah. now ready to be vulnerable all at the same time is essentially zero. Yeah. But if you can do that, that uh, a person that's willing to do that and the other person that's willing to eventually, with hopefully in a relatively narrow time frame, willing to reciprocate, I have hope for them. 
But that that process of rebuilding from scratch of just raw vulnerability is so beautiful. Like when I think of it from a writing standpoint, like I want to write that scene in a movie yeah. or something. It's like, which by the way, just as a side note, husband and wife, I'm really like writing, bring something out of me. I can anyway, see. back to this. So like in that, and I say that because I'm writing right now, in that moment of like that, what that would be emotionally for two people to lower their defenses and to start the rebuilding process, the, the, that like just heartfelt apology, the tone, everything about that moment would be heart-wrenching and beautiful and just so worth doing. And I really hope somebody listening right now hears the passion in my voice and has this moment with their spouse where they drop like the years, I'm getting emotional. They drop the years of like insanity between them mm. and really just open up. Mm. And the beauty of that moment is knowing that you're probably gonna get the shit kicked out of you for a second. And it's worth it mm. to get to a place on the other side where the other person feels, because you have to make them feel safe. Mm -hmm. Like that's what this moment is about. It's not about you. It's not about the like, them making you feel safe. The gift you are giving is you're going to lower your defenses and you're going to make them feel safe. And then once they're in that place and they feel safe and they see that there's not a sucker punch coming and that you've changed and that you wanna work through this and then they can begin to give you that same sense of safety, that would be beautiful. Yeah. Oh, that really got me too. And it's interesting what you said about writing, by the way, because talking about dust settling, like you don't, sometimes when you're with someone every day, like you don't see the little changes in them. And so I didn't realize when, you know, when we met, you wrote a lot and, you know, in the time that we've been together, you've written, but you haven't written for a while. And that and while is 12 years? Yeah, about 12 years. Yeah, you're right. Narrative, you haven't Maybe written. More. People obviously see you write. Content, yeah, yeah but it's very, different. very um, different and I didn't realize how much there's a light inside you when you write and it's actually good analogy for the dust selling because I didn't even notice mm. and then recently since you've been writing like you talk a lot more on the weekend really yeah that's weird. so on the weekend normally like you know um it's like okay like you just want peace and quiet because you've been talking all week mm. and I've started asking you questions about the comic book and certain like things that you're writing and you just, you talk a lot more. And I've noticed and I was like, wow, I didn't realize the light was dimming in you until now it's switched back on. Mm -hmm. And so that's why part of today when we had that meeting and I was like, you should go right, I'll take the meeting. It was because I knew that that would burn the fire inside you. By the way, that was what an amazing gift. Oh. What an amazing gift. We were... I don't know how much to disclose, but uh, you we had a meeting. very, yeah, you yeah, I very took it. kindly took uh, it. dealt with that meeting for yeah. me. That was just beyond amazing. But was so it goes back to like look at, looking at your partner and really analyzing like what are the things that may not be alive in them, whether it's individually or in your relationship, and then thinking about how you bring that back to life. Mm -hmm. Because if you've had the dust settling off over all this time, sitting there being vulnerable, like I think it, it's so important to do those things. And it's so important to recognize in the other person um, how or why the light has dimmed and then how you can be a part of bringing that back to life. Because I think that you can really connect with your partner by doing that. Mm. Yeah. Hashtag 
women of impact. Wow. Because that's exactly where <laughs> I could, you want me to serve you and I could do a better job of serving you. Oh, true, well, right? Yeah, true. People are wondering what we're talking about. Do you know? Well, it'll be, be coming <laughs> soon enough. <laughs> um, all right. Oh, we've got a couple of would you rathers. Let's do some would you rather, shall we? Let's do it. All right. Would you rather? Would you rather fight with your partner or your partner's mum? <laughs> oh, God. Much my mum. You'd rather fight with, with my oh, your oh, mum. I thought it was, would you rather fight with your partner or your partner's mum? It is. So I'd rather fight with your mum than I would rather fight with you. Really? Oh, I'd much rather fight with you. Really? Yes. What Whoa. are you talking about? Why? Because like you, know, you and you I have all these rules it? of engagement oh. and like we handle mm, everything so well. Like with your mom, I'd be so afraid to like overstep my bounds. I wouldn't want to like, I wouldn't be able to be just raw mm. and open. It's like, I don't want to hurt her and oh, we don't have all those agreements and wow. Like yeah, no, you... Jesus, fighting with people that you... Like, haven't put rules of engagement in place? Can Good we, like, Lord. rewind this and edit my answer? <laughs> I was going to say, like, wow. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I mean, look, you make a very good point. I guess my instinct was, like, if I had to fight with somebody, like, I'd rather not fight with you. But you're right in being able to overcome that. Yeah, yeah, it would yeah. be a million times easier to overcome an argument with you than your mum. For sure. hundred percent. In fact, yes, you're completely right. I take that back. You've convinced me, Billy. Nice. Um, all right. Would you rather have a relationship with no fighting or a relationship with no boundaries? I'm not even sure what that would look like. Um, you I mean, need boundaries for sure. So, yeah. I'd rather a relationship. With yes. No, yeah. A relationship needs boundaries. I, I, I've never thought of it as having boundaries, I guess. Wow. Well, your boundaries are you're not going to just call me a bitch in an argument. Okay. Yes. Let's say. Perfect. Okay. Although, in fun, funny, I think we've mentioned this before, but one time you um, you said you're being you're you're being bitchy, and I was like, "Don't you call me a bitch!" And you're like, "Babe, I remember I didn't call you a bitch." And I was like, "Okay, damn." I actually don't remember that. <laughs> really? Yeah. But yeah, you're right. Um, but for some reason, it would have made a difference. Yeah. No, I get that. But like I mean, you're is, a bitch is very different than you're being bitchy. Yeah. But language, it just goes to show, though, because if I hadn't have said it in that but moment. But really fast, both are dangerous, and I don't encourage yes. anyone to do that. You're, you're inviting pain into yes, your world. Yes, you are. Yeah. But, in, um, but it's funny, though, like, if I hadn't have said it in that moment, and I held on to it, and then a day or two later, would I have been convinced myself that, no, yes. you did call me oh, a bitch. 100%. It's funny, though, how your mind works like that. Like, yeah. you hold on to the emotion more than you actually do the real situation. Yep. Um, so People don't remember, what, what is it? Is it Maya Angelou? People don't remember what you do or what you say. They remember how you, how you, you feel. You remember how they how made, they made you, you feel. feel. Yeah, I like that. I don't know if it's Maya, but... Um, all right, next one. Would you rather fight with your partner every day for a year or go a year without talking to your partner? Fight every day. Yeah. You could fight for three minutes and then have... A Make magical day the rest oh. of the day. Or, hey. <laughs> I that too. that's what you're about to say. It's funny, but so, I mean, while we're being real, you and I don't work like that. Like, I see it in movies, so I get it's a thing. Yeah. But we don't fight like cats and dogs and then have makeup sex. No. That's never been that, like, a thing super for us. Because I think it's almost, it's sometimes people live on those yeah, like, like, extremes. They, yeah, they, they need that like power dynamic or something. I don't know. That's... Uh, I get it cinematically, but like in real life, mm. that's never been a thing for me. Yeah. No, I, I hear you. Yeah. I think, oh God, am I going to be such a woman? Like, I just like to cuddle after our argument. 
I need to feel like connected mm. with you emotionally. Yeah, that's the other thing. Like you wouldn't be thrilled if that were my opening move afterwards. But I, th- I think I could be convinced. Well, I like <laughs> to think I can be convincing. <laughs> um, all right, next question. This is from Natalia Diane Sanchez. Have either of you ever had an emotional outburst that escalated an argument and became an all-out fight? Or have you always communicated with each other in such a mature and respectful way? Nah, we've been stupid. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Nothing like regrettable or anything, but like waste of time, waste of time. But that's the thing. It's like looking back now on the arguments that we've had, having the rule of never crossing a line has Mm -hmm. been, I think, like so important for us because... Yeah, like once you cross that line, even if you've made up, it still will stay with you. Yeah, but now let's talk about working to let go of that stuff because people need to be able to. Like, yeah, in a, in a relationship, if something really is in your mind, like truly, like it can never be made up for, undone, mm. however you want to think about it, then you're done. Like, and look, everybody has a line, obviously. Um, but I'm saying south of that i'm not talking about beating or cheating you say obviously and, because i've given you lines in the yeah, sand but I, I, sure nothing is universal but i think the two universals that you have uh, like they come pretty close i don't think that anybody should step outside of your two yeah it's it's funny though because i think a lot of people like they look at other couples and they judge like i used to judge um hillary clinton for staying with um her husband I was like, man, if you cheat, you're done. Like, right. I don't care if you're the president, at least because that's my mentality. And I've sure. said to you from the beginning, like, you cheat, I'm done. Um, and then I was listening to her book and her reasoning. I was like, you know what? It's right for her. Super, <coughs> super curious. What is it? She basically said, like, he's my <coughs> best friend. And Sorry. we've lived our lives and we've got history and we've got memories and he's my best friend. And when I'm in trouble or when I'm sad or when I'm excited, he's the first person I want to go to. And like the way she was saying it, cause I listened to audible. So it's like mm, her, her voice, voice yeah. in my headphones. I was like, I get it. Like, I don't know how I would overcome it. And obviously that's then the next massive stage. Um, but in w- the way she was breaking it down, it's like, okay, like for her, it made sense. Like, and so I actually felt bad that I judged her. And I look, this was a long time ago and I was young. So it was before like I'd really had, uh, before we, we were together. So, but I actually did like, it really hit me. And I was like, I need to not judge other people and their decisions if it's right for them. Um, cause I'm sure people think some, you know, some people that listen to this, I think I can't believe that they do that or whatever. And it's just sure. like, you need to do what's right for you in your relationship. Truth. So, all right. Well, that brings us to our very first official ending of our podcast that wasn't live. There it is. Guys, if you're listening to this, um, and want to, uh, write in, have questions, um, have topic suggestions, please do write in to connect at impacttheory.com. Also rate and review. Um, that's going to be on our, our new ask because yes, now we're on truth, podcast truth. and then five also, stars. If we're adding value, that would be amazing. And those reviews help more than you know. Yeah, it really does. And if you're listening to this and you have time, um, and like, I'd love to hear if you guys prefer this format to a live. So email us connect at impacttheory.com. Word. Or you can DM us, slide into the DMs oh. on Instagram, which is definitely our, each of us are probably most active on Instagram. Yeah. So Correct. hit us up. 
All right, guys. All right. Thank you guys so much for joining us. If you haven't already, be sure to subscribe. And, and until, until next time, time my friends, be, be legendary. Legendary. Peace. Later. Hey everybody, thank you so much for listening. And if this content is delivering value to you, please go to iTunes, go to Stitcher, rate and review us. That helps us build this community. And that is what we are all about right now, building this community as big as we can to help as many people as we can deliver as much value as possible. And you guys rating and reviewing really helps with that. All right, guys, thank you again so much. And until next time, my friends, be legendary. Take care.